It's time for Spotlight on KRWC. It's our December visit with District 877 Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Scott Tillman, who joins us once a month here on the first Tuesday. Scott, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Good to be with you. We uh, suddenly have a little winter out there. We do. It's um, a little slick out there, and um, it's just uh, it, it's coming down very lightly, but it seems like... Um, Still wants to accumulate a little bit. I was um, in a little before six this morning. It was just starting. Yeah, yep. it was just barely yep. starting, and it's been just kind of. I think this is about the lightest it's been here since then. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think I missed the memo. I didn't know it was supposed <laughs> to be this much. Yeah, a little surprise <laughs> snow over the weekend there too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it brings up the. Uh, I guess we can start as long as we're on the topic with the winter weather uh, reminders. Uh, we didn't have to really think too much about it in the whole month of November, but it uh, looks like we might this year or this month. Yeah, we have a hopefully a white Christmas. I know it's going to warm up through the throughout the week, um, but um, it'd be ni- it's nice to have something on the ground. But that also means that you know we're up early checking roads and weather conditions and um, uh, making those decisions every morning uh, while people are still sleeping. Because we want uh, folks to know as soon as possible, and usually we try to make that that call in the morning by 5:30 a.m. and let our parents know and inform you and uh, get it out there to everybody so that they understand uh, what the circumstances are, whether it's a two-hour delay or if it's um, a closure for the whole day. So that's what we do. Um, I know the TV stations always put something out. We'll we have a system now where we will text parents um, and uh, make phone calls, but then we also make sure that we notify you at the radio station and and try to get that out to as many people as timely as possible. The uh, the options for how to get that uh, information out there are uh, have grown exponentially here over the last. Uh, couple, 10 years or so. Yeah, in the, probably the last 10 years, it's really made some advances on um, technology, and it seems like everybody has a, um, a cell phone and, mm-hmm. um, and receives those text messages. And so um, that's been helpful on some of those, those pieces for us also. Sure. Well, folks can, uh, you know, always continue to... Um, to listen in on the radio here too, and we'll have those. But uh, there's yeah. loads of other direct ways they can get that information as well. Yeah, we we u- utilize all of them. We want to make sure that um, we know you guys have um, care. WC has a great listening audience, and um, and sometimes it's good for everybody to hear what's happening countywide because right. I know all the districts call in and and keep you up to date. Absolutely. Uh, before we launch into regular December topics here, I guess we can uh, bring everybody up to date on the uh, 877 COVID situation. I know you have a uh, kind of a dashboard that you update regularly, and uh, that's kind of up to the minute there. Yeah, if people are interested in um, uh, seeing uh, COVID-related information um, regarding Buffalo uh, Hanover Montreux School District. We do have a dashboard. It's right on the front uh, page of our website. And um, actually, you have to click on COVID 
um, and that'll launch you right into the dashboard. Um, we have approximately 750 uh, staff members, and uh, currently we have, and this is right on the dashboard, it's seven active cases, and we tape um, a cumulative um, a total of the number of cases for since September 7th, and so we just keep updating that. Um, we've had 86 staff uh, confirmed cases since the beginning of the school year, and we've had um, out of 5,376 students, we've had 410 confirmed cases. Um, and we update that every Thursday um, with, with a new uh, percentage of uh, students with active cases and percentage of staff with active cases. And then in there, we have some information regarding family communications, COVID screening, uh, mental health resources, and then our protocols that are posted on that website. So we monitor that um, uh, minute by minute, and the cases that are reported to us, then we are obligated and, and willing um, to uh, report those to the Minnesota Department of Health. So all of those Cases have been communicated to the Minnesota Department of Health as they tally um, that number throughout the state. And, um, and like I said, we, we are um, monitoring. Um, we have a COVID coordinator, Brianna um, Tchaikovsky, that helps us uh, with communicating with the Department of Health and with the families. Um, and that's a, a full-time job plus. Um, just monitoring all of that. But right now, um, you know, it, I know that uh, the hospitals are experiencing um, large volumes, and we want to make sure that um, people are taking care of themselves, and if they're sick, uh, uh, to stay home. Uh, I know that uh, we've usually gone to work or school when we aren't feeling 100%, but um, we need um, everybody to stay in school, and that's going to, you know, uh, need. Uh, that's going to happen when everybody takes care of themselves, and if they're not feeling well, then um, they stay home because uh, um, we don't want to take the chance of, of um, passing along uh, COVID to other people in our schools and in our community. So um, it's a good reminder that. Uh, if you're experiencing cold or flu or COVID-like symptoms, um, uh, go ahead and take care of yourself and stay home. And um, we know that um, vaccines are out in the community and throughout the nation, and that's going to help us also keep uh, students in school and in our community um, feeling, um, feeling well. District 877 Superintendent Dr. Scott Thielman, our guest on our monthly visit on Spotlight. Um, budget process is uh, well underway and uh, moving along. It is, and uh, it starts um, with the October 1st um, student count and, and enrollment. And then our Director of Finance and Operations, Ryan Tangen, um, uh, takes that information and begins uh, with enrollment projections. And he bases that information on uh, birth rates in Wright County, uh, housing starts, and uh, takes into consideration all of those factors. And then he uses a 
a projection model uh, that helps us um, make an estimate of um, what uh, we might see uh, next fall. And if your listeners um, don't know already, I think I've said this over the time that we've been on the radio, um, going on 12 years here, uh, Tim, um, is uh, we... Uh, school districts don't know how many students are going to come uh, uh, and attend their school district until they walk through the doors uh, the day after Labor Day. So all of this is a projection model, and students receive the funding based on how many, um, or excuse me, schools uh, receive their funding based on how many students uh, cross that threshold in September. So October 1st is a big number because that's when the state captures that rate. And um, and then we use that um, moving forward, like I said, with the enrollment projections uh, beginning um, at the November uh, 22nd board meeting. Um, we're projected to have fewer students again next year, about 141 uh, fewer students at this time, and um, uh, due in large part to um, parents choosing homeschooling. Um, we do have open enrollments out, and we have open enrollment in, um, but um, it is in large measure to the number of parents that chose to homeschool. We have over 300 homeschooling. Last year, we had over 400. So that total has come down a little bit, um, but we uh, like uh, we always have our doors open and willing to um, accommodate all uh, parents with their students. And we think we have um, uh, educational experiences second to none in the Buffalo-Hanover-Montreux School District. So we know we have Great things to offer our, our students and um, and their parents. Um, with this process, then, we begin um, in January in earnest with the um, budget assumptions. And so um, the budget assumptions are adopted by the board, and that gives a direction to um, myself and the director of finance, Mr. Tangan, um, to frame up the the budget um, for the beginning of um, the 22-23 school year. So that is that process. And uh, this month, we only have one board meeting. Uh, traditionally, we have one board meeting in July and one board meeting in December. So um, because that fourth Monday of the month usually hits during winter break. Um, we uh, eliminate the workshop and make that the board meeting. So next Monday will be our school board meeting here at uh, Discovery Center boardroom at 7 p.m. And Mr. Tangan will um, have the truth and taxation presentation during that meeting, and that's probably uh, the main the main item on the agenda. Um, will be the truth and taxation hearing. Very good. So if anybody has questions, uh, ideas, thoughts, that's the uh, the place to air those out. And just so um, folks know, <laughs> um, there's always questions about um, tax rates, and, and um, the only thing that school boards um, have any um, latitude in doing is when they hold a bond 
or an operating referendum. And um, those go directly to the voters. It's unlike a city or a county where they set the tax rate, school districts are not allowed to do that. So um, they have direct voter input and any increase other than when the state modifies um, the um, the formula for school districts. So if property values increase, they give us le- less aid from um, uh, the Minnesota Department of Revenue. So and MDE is the the vehicle in which that is distributed. So um, they tell us what that what that rate is, and um, other than the board uh, passing a refunding of bonds, like we just did, uh, the board did um, in October, we uh, we were able to get a much better rate and save uh, property tax owners um, or property tax holders. Um, 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 uh, reduction of approximately four hundred thousand dollars from the school um, districts end, but um, if you look at your tax statements, uh, even in my own, um, the value of my home appreciated, um, but the school district tax amount went down, uh, and my my home close to a hundred dollars. So. Um, that's what folks uh, and Mr. Tangan will be talking about uh, at the TNT um, presentation. Very good. Uh, let's touch on, uh, I know you have some parent conferences coming up, and then we'll get into kind of the uh, winter activities here. Yeah, um, we still have um, a couple of buildings that are going to have some parent conferences. Most of them happened in uh, beginning in October and November. Um, and we still have um, the high school uh, is scheduled to have um, uh, conferences on December 20th um, and Phoenix Learning Center. Uh, those two um, um, programs are the building. They're in, in the same building now, and they'll be on the 20th from 5 to 8. And then uh, we just encourage folks, um, if you're interested in um, – in activities, uh, if you uh, look at our school district website, right at the top banner, there's a calendar and menus and directory and forms. Uh, up there, you can click on calendar, and it'll have all the middle school sports and the high school sports are listed out there. Um, like tonight, um, our girls uh, varsity team will be playing at the high school and our um, boys, um, uh, girls varsity basketball team will be playing at the high school. And um, we have uh, ninth and 10th grade games in Cambridge. Um, we have a girls um, varsity hockey game. That's away. Um, and then our boys varsity game um, is away also. So that is tonight. And you can see that schedule every um every day and we welcome everyone to um, come in and support our students we have uh, gymnastics uh, we have wrestling in the winter we have a a dance team we have boys and girls hockey boys and girls basketball and then boys uh, swimming um, also so we encourage everybody to come in and support our teams and um and um, it's a, a season that will start to wrap up in 
usually in March, uh, end of February and, and March. So a uh, lot of activity uh, for people to enjoy, and I know KRWC has play-by-play on some of those uh, games, and we appreciate your support uh, with that also. Yep, I think we've got uh, wrestling tonight, as a matter of fact. So Yeah, yep. And, uh, and you've got some concerts coming up here, too. Or if there's... We do, yeah, in, in uh, middle school and um, uh, with 8th grade and 7th grade, um, we've also... Um, with uh, choir and band and orchestra, it's out there on our um, on our calendar. Um, if, if, like I said earlier, if you click on that calendar, you can have the 12, um, 12 month full calendar view, and they're listed in there. Again, they're also listed in activities. So um, we have sounds of the season next week, um, and that's always um, uh, well attended. And actually, they've made that a two-day concert because it's been uh, so well attended. Um, but we have um, many of the concerts um, as we're getting ready for the the holiday um, season. Excellent. Well, I think that's uh, a pretty good plan for uh, wrapping up uh, 2021. And yeah, uh, the next time and we talk, will be the new year already. Exactly. And we have winter break. There's no school um, beginning the 23rd of December through the 31st of December. And um, and just uh, if people are interested, um, uh, they can look at the board um, um, agenda online and uh, it's posted always there. Uh, the school board did approve the calendars for the 22-23 school year and the 23-24 school year. So that's out there if people want to know at a glance um, where the breaks are and what um, um, for, for what are uh, school days and non-school days for our staff. Um, also, the high school approved, uh, uh, the board approved a new schedule for uh, Buffalo High School. And that um, new schedule will be um, a five-period day in, uh, in trimester, so they call it a five-by-three. And that will begin the 23-24 school year because there's a lot of planning and the way that the courses are offered. So um, that would have to be done now, and we just don't have the time to do that. So it'll be one year out. Um, next year at this time, they'll be approving all of those final uh, courses and course offerings. And that'll be for the 23-24 school year. And I just want to end with um, congratulating some of our staff. Shar uh, Van Bergen, who is a Buffalo Community Community Middle School um, ESP, who was selected as a finalist for the Education Minnesota's 2021 Educational Support Professional of the Year. So congratulations to Shar. And then also want to recognize our Educational Support Staff Award that was held at Resource Training and Solutions. Um, Anna East Bercy, a kid care supervisor at Parkside Elementary. Again, Char Van Bergen, ESP at Buffalo Community Middle School. Uh, Dana Brainerd, uh, secretary at Hanover Elementary School. And Betty LaRoque is our print shop operator. So congratulations to all of those um, staff members. We're very proud of the work that they do um, here at uh, BHM schools and are outstanding examples of of um, our 
our very best here at Buffalo Hanover Montreal School District. Sounds good. Well, uh, Scott, we always appreciate uh, being able to visit with you. We hope that you and yours have a great holiday season. and uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right. Talk to you next month. Thanks, Tim. Thanks a lot. District 877 Superintendent Dr. Scott Tillman, our guest on today's Spotlight here on KRWC.